standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus. It is 7-7, episode 450-2023. And for you, my four listeners out there, I appreciate all that you do. And we are going to hit the uh, 165,000 downloads this week, I do believe. Uh, not that anybody's paying attention, but it's fun. I mean, it is. It's fun. Um, before we get into it, it is a five for Friday. Uh, I want to remind you the best way you can help me continue to build the show is like share and subscribe to this here program. Follow me on your social media of choice. Join the group on Facebook. And if you're feeling particularly motivated, you can rate and review this program at your podcatcher of choice. And we're over on YouTube. Uh, not really any videos, but we do have the audio uploaded every day. And as a final uh, point here, don't forget, I do occasionally wander on over to MeWe and Gab. And we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I got to say, uh, just as a bit of house cleaning, you know, we are now into the second half of the year. And uh, most of what I wanted to do the first half of the year has not yet come to fruition. But please be patient. I am still working on perhaps doing a weekly um, interview. Uh, I think that'd be kind of fun and mix things up a little bit. And I think I'm going to return to the uh, book review, but we're going to change up how I do the review. There's a number of books that I have finished reading uh, since I last spoke of one. And I think we're going to change it up just a little bit. We'll do a little synopsis and a little um, commentary on it and move on. Uh, I'm I'm always open to criticism, especially when it's helpful. So let's do it. All right. Without further ado, it is five for Friday. And this Friday, we're going to talk about five cities that are in the news around us. Okay. So first up, Princeton. Yes, Princeton. They had the uh, non-affiliated perverse party that went on on June the 24th. Uh, from what I understand is there was not high turnout and the protest, if you will, was effective. Uh, kudos to the, uh, folks that sit on the Princeton ISD school board, the board of trustees there. Um, they, they made the tough call and I got to say, I was disappointed to hear that the churches or at least one church in particular was supportive of the decision to do this because they didn't want to lose their rental facility. So I guess when you make a deal with the devil, the devil sometimes gets one on you, huh? All right. Uh, yes, that's about two weeks old, but I just felt like I needed to revisit it. So thank you for allowing me to, well, we're on the P words. Let's talk about prosper. Yes, prosper. Still waiting to see what, if anything, they're going to do to correct the problems they had up in prosper ISD. You had a pedophile or an accused pedophile would be the more accurate way to say that, that was driving buses with little kids and you did nothing to stop it. You didn't prevent it. You didn't stop it. And you buried it in the sand. 
Now, I know that a number of people are my age and they distinctly remember when another large organization that was in charge of taking care of children did much the same thing and they just hid their people that did it. They moved them around across the country and just pretended it never happened. They asked them to repent, but never followed up and never punished appropriately in my point of view. And then you had yet another organization that did something similar, but when they fought the good fight to exempt themselves from having to have people that were potentially attracted to little boys around little boys, they caved for the corporate money. Those same corporations that are pushing down our throats every day in every way that uh, tranny is a good thing, that self-mutilation is a good thing, that self-castration is a good thing, that uh, the latest version of perversion is all the rage. So special thanks out to all those major corporations and their ESG thought processes. If you couldn't destroy the world, you would bring the world to destroy itself. Kudos to you and Prosper is leading the way. Now that I've covered that, let's pivot over to Alan. As you may recall, Alan had a very serious problem that unfolded back in May. It seems that they've recovered from that. It seems that they're moving forward. And I can only credit that on the fact that they've got solid leadership. Now, look, nobody's perfect. Nobody gets everything right 100% of the time. But I look forward to seeing what Alan does. I mean, my understanding is, is they're looking at how can they do a better job of protecting? How can they improve their responses times, response times, excuse me. What are, what are different things that play into account here? But nowhere... Have I heard or seen any, mm, let's say, possibly well-intentioned but sorely misplaced ideas that if we would just take the guns away, we wouldn't have this problem anymore. Now, you might get that out of the Dallas uh, County folks. You might even hear it out of some folks down in Austin, but Alan hasn't gone that direction. For those of you that are, you know, big back-the-blue people, just keep in mind that a small percentage of the population actually wears a badge and carries a gun. And if and when they get overrun, it's going to be on us. It's going to be on us to have their back. It's going to be on us to stand for what's right. It's going to be on us to know right from wrong. And if we disarm ourselves, we're going to lose that option. The time is coming. I've been talking about it the rest of this week. Keep that in mind. All right, on to the next thing. Yes, item number four. And it's all about the cities, all about local cities here and their prospective school boards and or city council. So that's why it matters because every once in a while you got to stop, pause, and look at what's going on around you. And you'll note that even when I'm being critical, I'm trying to be even-handed. I'm trying to remain objective. It is a challenge sometimes, but... We're going to give a special kudos to Frisco out there. You know, Frisco has been one apping uh, my hometown of McKinney here for quite some time now. Uh, so they've scored a number of uh, events or venues to come to their uh, town. 
Um, I'm not sure if we credit that directly to the city or just the fact that they've got Jerry up there pulling strings, but it has been generally successful. Now, I still wonder about that massive pile of debt the city has, and they are wholly dependent on their rapid growth to offset the massive debt they have, but we'll see how that plays out. Interestingly enough, uh, you know, they have a school board, they have three right of center people on that school board, but they've got a leftist that runs the school district now. Not really sure how and how and why that was allowed to happen, but here we are. Let's hope that we have better results next election cycle. And as a word of advice, probably best, probably best, don't run two Republicans in the same race. Just saying. I know that's a sore subject for some of you out there, but I mean, we've got to learn from our mistakes. Speaking of mistakes, yes, you knew it was coming. Item number five, City McKinney. Now look, it's uh, it was a sad day on the uh, July 3rd, you know, the Independence Day show. The fireworks were canceled. We had a massive rainstorm come through. And, you know, I've I've heard a lot of angst about this uh, f- from folks on the social medias, right? Oh, why didn't we have a plan? Why didn't we put a secondary plan in place? Why don't we have a fallback? Why don't we have an alternate date? Uh, um, you know, it's cost prohibitive. I can just tell you that right off the top of my head. And I don't have any evidence of that because... There's plenty of evidence posted up on social media. I don't need to add to it. I'll just say this. You can say what you want about Mayor George, and you can say what you want about his motivations, but I legitimately think, if for no other reason than it makes him look good, he wants good things to happen in the city of McKinney, and he legitimately tries to get good things to happen in the city of McKinney. Now, his definition of good things and mine might differ a little bit, but I think we can all agree that a nice fireworks show would have been great. So I'm really glad I didn't see anybody blaming him because that would have been wholly inappropriate in my opinion. I, I'm I'm also glad I didn't really see them dumping on the city too much in general because, again, it's out of the city's control. I mean, God brought the rain. We need the rain, so let's be happy about it. But, yeah, it tempered our fireworks display. And, yes, you know, it was an expense, and I'm sure it was a significant expense, but you can't just snap your fingers and make another one happen. I'm disappointed. A lot of people out there are disappointed, but again, you can't bash somebody for not uh, for not being able to overcome the elements. That being said, I understand that we also had a visit from uh, the ABC network in town this morning. Uh, I hope you all had a good time that we're down there. Um, I really wish that that would have been advertised far and wide ahead of time. I would have loved to have seen the downtown square area packed with people that were enthusiastic and happy. Now I know there was, you know, the handpicked chosen few present. And I know there was a, like a counter group present. That's great. But I would think that the city of McKinney wants to be well represented and not by any one specific faction, but by as a broad swath of all the people that live here. But you know, people have their own priorities whether you like it or not, that's the way the world works. So you, you can't be bitter. You Hopefully we got some good press, right? Good credit for some of the things we're doing. 
Maybe, just maybe, I'll even watch the program uh, when I get a chance. But here's my major takeaway. It's really easy. I'm done with my five, by the way. But it's really easy to armchair quarterback things. It's really easy to come in after the fact and criticize and beat up. And I try to limit that. I try and stay objective and be fair. But as a result, sometimes when I pull those punches, I don't think people appreciate the fact that I'm in fact pulling punches. I mean, it'd be much easier to come in swashbuckling and calling people names and disparaging things and just be rude. I mean, might be even more entertaining. I don't know. But if you want to have a dialogue, if you want to talk to the people that are undecided, the people that are in the middle, you have to do it with an open hand. You have to do it with an open heart and an open mind. And for the the best of my ability, I try and do that every day that I do this program. So I'm going to ask you, in light of that, in light of what we went through in the election cycle and the uh, airport expansion was shot down as far as being funded by government, why, why do I keep hearing and seeing evidence to suggest that certain segments of the city are going to go ahead and move forward on the airport expansion anyway. I'd be curious to know where that money's coming from. I'd be curious to know how it's being funded, who's funding it, and what the motivations are. Now, again, I told you all from the onset, I am not opposed to the airport expanding. I I think airports are a good thing by and large. There are issues with them, but they can be overcome. They can be mitigated. But I think if it's going to be successful, if it's going to be done, it needs to be done with private money. You need you need to have investment from companies that actually think they can make money by running the operation or operating their business out of there. My problem is, is we live under the idea of crony capitalism, otherwise known as fascism, otherwise just known as plain cronyism, and everybody gets a cut of the deal and the taxpayer pays the bill. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't sign on for that. I'm sorry, I don't think that's an appropriate way to represent the people of McKinney or Collin County for that matter. So while I'm pulling punches, while I'm not going to single out any one individual, because I don't necessarily believe that any one single individual is going to be massively benefited by this, though I could be proven wrong. If we were to just go investigate who the property owners that are going to see that nice boost when they flip their property are. But I mean, that's speculative at best. They talk about visionary people. They talk about wise investment. They talk about all these other things. Well, yeah, that's true. But if you're controlling the levels of or levers of power while investing in things that are going to benefit from the levers of power that you're controlling, are you really that visionary? Are you that really a wise investor or are you just a manipulator? Are you just one that abuses the system? Are you one that abuses the good nature of the people around you? I don't know. I wonder. I wonder how that'll work out. Now, again, I've often said that, you know, we do benefit from what our city fathers do. You know, they may get their little piece of the action, but when they do the nice things, we get to see a net positive. We get to enjoy what comes off, if you will. 
But what I find disappointing is, is when they're busy cutting off their piece of the action and they don't actually deliver to the city and we're supposed to be okay with that. They got their, they got their hands in the cookie jar and there are no cookies left for the rest of the city. And we're supposed to be okay with that. And this is not unique. This is not anything specific to McKinney or while we're at it, Frisco, Prosper, Princeton or Allen, right? We talked about all those. And, and in case you're wondering, even though it's not, we're not going to spend any time on it because I would break the idea of five for Friday. The big, the big P Plano has been doing this in spades for decades, right? They manipulate the system to benefit those that are pulling the levels of power or levers of power. And we're supposed to just go along with it. No matter the cost, no matter the expense to the city and the County around us. I wonder, I just wonder if we were to truly limit the power and expanse of government, if we were to pull the local power brokers out of this equation, what might we get? What, what kinds of interesting, neat things might play out along the corridors of 75, Custer, 380, El Dorado, Virginia? I wonder, what might we see? You know, I, I was almost surprised, <laughs> almost, when, when I went down, uh, uh, let's see here, Hardin, and I turned left on Virginia, and to my amazement, next to the 7-Eleven, there was now a car wash, a quick oil change place, and a Starbucks. Now, all all you folks out there that rail and hate on a car dealership being on 75, complaining about all the donut shops or the dental offices, um, are you cool with that? I mean, I'm just saying that was a pretty nice little vacant area that was parkish, some trees, and what did we get for it? Well, we got a 7-Eleven, a Starbucks, an oil change place, and a car wash. Hey, progress comes, man. (laughs) Now, I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, we'll get an office building behind it. Maybe we'll get something else that's more interesting. But as I've also said, and again, I feel like I need to remind people of this, the company that is best suited to the location is the one that will build there. And the city benefits the most from the company that wants to go there. Now, once upon a time, we used to have yogurt shops everywhere. There was a fad or whatever, but that's been faded out. Now we've got just a few left and they do good business. They provide, you know, frozen yogurt. People are happy, but we didn't need 15 of them, but we got maybe six, maybe who knows this stuff works itself out. This is the process. If anybody that wants to go and invest a quarter million or half a million dollars to start up a business, we should applaud that. We should be happy. We want to see this stuff happen. Not just in McKinney, but everywhere. So as I wrap up the five for Friday, let me remind you that just because bad things happen in the city does not mean the city is bad. And just because the city manages to have a few good things happen doesn't mean the city's awesome. It's somewhere in between. Now we're, we're really blessed. We live in the bubble of Cowan County. 
people are moving here. There's a demand to be here. Property prices go up because of that. Yeah, it stinks if you got to pay the property tax. It stinks if you want to buy a new house or even a new to you house. It's sky high. But that's a result of demand. People want to be here. That is a good thing. Let's just hope that that success doesn't go to waste. Let's hope that that success is properly invested and things that will have a long-term dividend for Collin County. Let's hope that we're a little bit wiser than some of our neighboring counties. And with that, that was the end of a five for Friday. And I will look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, I will see you on the other side.